Hey y'all, welcome. Oh, welcome back. This is Talk Your Shit with Deja, where we drop the eye because not only can I talk my shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. Hope you all are doing lovely today. And in the event that you're not, again, I hope my lovely voice makes you feel better or this video makes you smile today. Or, you know, Sometimes it's okay for you not to be doing okay. You know, sometimes it's really okay for you to be like, life sucks a little bit every now and again. We know. But yes. Um, but, you know, if you're not doing okay, I think this video today or this podcast today is going to help you at least get started on how to make you feel better throughout your days and things, especially when times get hard. Um, because this week, which I know y'all didn't make it to the end of last week, so I just, I'm just going to tell y'all at this point, I don't even know why I asked if y'all made it to the last, like, to the end of last week, because I feel like y'all don't. But I could be lying, and I could not have faith in y'all, so I'm sorry. That's on me. But yes, y'all, I think this episode this week is going to help y'all tremendously, especially coming off of last week, too. Last week, we talked about grief, which was so heavy and everything. Um, I think for me personally, I didn't cry on camera because I think I've cried enough off camera talking about grief and everything like that. So that's probably why I didn't cry. But it was just such a a heavy topic to talk about. So this topic this week is going to be perfect and helping you to pull you from out of that dark place, that that feeling of loneliness and everything like that. Because this week, we're going to be talking about peace and how to find it, what it looks like when it's in your world and things. Because baby, like I said last week, if I hear one more person say, be my peace. Be my peace, be my peace, be my peace, be my peace. Oh, I'm so tired of people saying be my peace. Because, baby, are you your own peace? Really, like if you sit and ask yourself, are you your own peace? Or do you cause yourself just as, amount of, uh, just as much chaos as everybody that comes into your world? Like, you part of the problem. I'm sure you are. Because if you are not peaceful, why you think you're going to attract people that know how to be peaceful? That's just not a thing. Somewhere inside of you is, is attracted to the chaos. So I just kind of want to go through peace, too, because I want to be able to, you know, put a name to the face, um, identify what it looks like, you know, the times where you don't feel peaceful, which when I go through this stuff on the website that I found, because y'all know I found a website, I feel like y'all going to know that when you go through these things, you're not at peace or at ease. But, you know, also providing y'all with some insight on how to achieve peace, because I think I've been becoming a bit more of a peaceful person nowadays. Like, I'm not as reactive as I used to be. Also, it could depend on the day, too. I noticed that when I'm more active in general, um, when I get out and go walk or, you know, I'm not eating terribly and stuff like that, I'm least likely to react to things that normally make me react. So that's a part of it too, is just being aware of, you know, your inner feeling, because that's really where peace comes from, is from inside. Even when you're going through a whole bunch of stuff, if you know how to bring peace to yourself, all of the chaos around you is not going to matter. 
like I said all the time, like, and I hear all the time, you have to be the calm in the middle of the storm. If you're just as chaotic as the storm, it's going to feel like impossible to weather it. But if you know how to bring peace to yourself in the midst of the storm, that's way more helpful than being a part of the chaos. So I just want to go through the website I found because I thought I think it would be really helpful to kind of pass along the knowledge. Like I said, y'all, I like finding the knowledge and then I like giving it to y'all and y'all can do what y'all want to do with it. That's up to y'all. But it's my job to pass it along so that you can actually put it into practice. Because, again, some of these things, when I like go through them and when I read through them myself, I was like, yo, I'm actually doing these things. Now I understand why I am more empathetic and I try to understand people and why I'm capable of not spazzing like I used to. Like, oh, baby, regression was my go-to defense mechanism like I was fast and I would get to regression so quick but I'm in a better space like I'm not really regressing as much like yeah I do the crying thing but it's not really a regression thing like are adults not supposed to cry do we only cry because we regress like I don't know I would have to ask somebody because I feel like crying is an adult thing too so I don't know if I want to say I regress when I cry but I feel like that's the only thing I really do when I come into conflict with people. Like I, I hold my composure so much better now. I don't let people take me to a place where I don't want to go unless I don't walk away from the fire. So like the last time I was with my brother, we were going back and forth and I was good y'all for a good bit. Then like the more I kept pouring fuel, well, okay. The more he kept pouring fuel on the fire, I end up getting to the, the a space I didn't want to go. I like, and so being aware that there are certain conversations where you literally have to just let it go. You gotta let it go because it's not gonna get it's not gonna get any better if you feel like you're in the same space with that person where they're, they're not listening or trying to understand or things like that. If you feel like you have to constantly explain yourself and nobody's hearing you or listening to you, that's when you tend to get to those higher, you know, feelings of stress and frustration and stuff like that. So being able to recognize when people can take you to that place or when situations can take you that place is very helpful too. self-awareness is how you be your peace. But that's why we got to love ourselves. And if you want to know about more about that, go check out the self-love episode plug. But yes, I just think that this episode will be so helpful because, again, a lot of people look for peace from out, outside and like outside stimulus is it's not the way to say that outside things, <laughs> outside things, like people try to find peace from outside, but really it comes from within, it comes from your mindset, it comes from how you're treating your body, if you treat your body with disrespect, then of course you're not going to be able to receive all of the world, because the world already chaotic, so being able to treat yourself with respect, loving on yourself, working out, eating right, pouring into yourself with affirmations, all these things help to bring such a peaceful manner to yourself. So yeah, we're going to get started <laughs> going through the website. So y'all know me in a good definition. <laughs> um, So I just want to go through the definition of peace real quick. I feel like maybe y'all know it, but 
it don't hurt for me to pass it along. Um, so the definition of peace is freedom from disturbance and tranquility. So basically, it's like a calm. Like there's nothing going on. Like you're still, there's no thoughts that's getting on your nerves. There's no people that's getting on your nerves. There's no nothing getting on your nerves. Like you're just still, you're at ease. You're comfortable, you're calm, all of those things. That's what I think about when I hear the peace is just at ease. Everything's at ease. It's like homeostasis everywhere, not just inside your body, but even homeostasis in your environment and stuff like that. So that's how that's how I view peace is just homeostasis. Just everything is working where it's supposed to be. Like you're just cool, calm, and collected. But yes. Um, and then it says, here are some signs. Um, and characteristics to show that you possibly have peace of mind. So if you have these things, great. And the way in which you get to these things, please continue to do them because if you are peaceful, you definitely want to make sure you're continuing to feed that peace. Because again, this is such a chaotic world that if you don't have a peace of mind, you won't be all over the place. <laughs> completely all over the place. So again, if you have any of, honestly, any of these seven, even if you don't have all seven, if you have any of these seven, continue to do those things that's feeding into any of these. But we're going to um, go through the different things to look for to know if you have peace of mind. So for number one, it's feeling comfortable in your skin and at ease with yourself. See y'all at ease when you're just at ease. I am so comfortable and at ease with myself. It's not even funny. Like, I'm going to sing my pop if I want to sing my pop. I'm going to talk proper if I want to talk proper. I'm going to be ashy. Luckily, I just put on, well, not luckily. <laughs> I just put on, like, lotion and stuff. But the back of my legs, if I lift that thing up, I'm going to be ashy if I want to be ashy. Like, I'm at ease with myself. And so if I was to go outside, I ain't worried about if somebody looking at my ass, who cares? Just know when it's time to do the do, like really go out, go out. I'm not ashy. <laughs> but yes, I'm so at ease with myself. Like, it's not even funny. Like, that's why I like, like when I get in the car now, if I'm by myself, I do not turn on no music. I be entertaining myself. <laughs> Me, me in this car, me in the car, I be singing to myself, baby. I be laughing. I be going through thoughts, everything. I don't even turn on music anymore when I'm in the car. I just enjoy my own presence because I'm so at ease with myself. So that is definitely a good one to identify um, if you're at, um, if you're in a sense of peace. Um, number two is being able to take minor day-to-day -day stressors in your stride. I'm getting better with that. The only the only one that throws me off is that road and them drivers. That road and them drivers, baby, they get on my nerves every time I get in the car. I'm trying to learn how to be at ease and at peace. Surprisingly enough, though, 
depending on what I'm listening to in the car or how I'm feeling certain days, I actually don't even be snapping on the people inside the car. Like I'm that person where I'm very road road rageish, yes, but I keep it to myself. I, I'm a pro. I'm a big believer that if I don't need to pass negative energy to anybody, I'm not. So when people cut me off, I, I'm a cuss, but I'm a cuss inside the car. I'm not gonna roll up next to them, roll down my window, and cuss them out and nothing like that because I don't like passing along negative energy um, if I don't need to. But I will cause, but I do notice like I've been working on that. Like some days again, yes, these people in Tampa that keep moving to Tampa, they make my nerves bad. I really don't know if it's because the people here can't drive and the people out of state can't drive. So when you combine both, it's just a mess. But, <laughs> but yes, I am not, <clears throat> excuse me, I am not a uh, a fan of roads and driving but it's crazy because i do uber right so i got to deal with drivers all the time so i try to keep my composure but outside of the the road rage and everything other stressors i've been pretty good with them but then again i also haven't been running into stressors in my life i've been pretty good like lately again the only thing i run into is these terrible ass drivers other than that I've really been good, like, good, surprisingly. Like, I think the most I worry about day to day is my love life. I worry, I think I worry about that all the time, <laughs> my love life. But, you know, outside of that and road rage, I be pretty good, y'all. Like, I be lit. I really do. I really do. Um, so number three, it says being content with your life and accepting circumstances the way they are. Y'all, I'm so content. <clears throat> I'm so content. Like when my car got totaled out, this I could tell like I'm in a, a way different space. Now, okay, I ain't gonna say that I didn't take that situation back. But what did go bad in that situation was the fact that I had to learn how to operate with my mom. And because she's old and I'm new in a sense of old minded. So don't really communicate the best and all this other stuff. And I'm new minded. So I need you to be able to talk to me in a certain type of way and communicate with me in a certain type of way. We just clashed a lot. So I was, I, when I first started driving my mom's car, I was so annoyed because I was just like, this ain't gonna work. I, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. But now like I'm in a, such a better space. So when I first told it out my car, I wasn't even tripping. I was more relieved because I was like, you know what? I have been telling God that I'm tired of this car. I really have been telling God, like, I just, I just don't want this car no more. I was tired of the car payments. I was tired of the insurance. I was tired of everything that came with that car, except for the car. Like, if I could have just owned the car already, I think I would have been good. But I was so tired of the payments and everything that needed to be fixed with it. And I was just over it. So when they got totaled out, I was, I was so at peace with it. I wasn't tripping. I wasn't losing my mind. None of that. I was chill. And so I think I'm starting to be okay with things that come into my life. Even my love life, y'all. I'm starting to accept it more and more too. Because I be watching all these people and they be like, well, how you gonna find something, somebody and you'll never get it. Because they always talk about the women that's always in their home. 
They be like, women always say they want a man or something, but they never leave out their home. So even my love life, y'all, I'm starting to accept because I don't go outside. I don't go nowhere. I don't be putting myself in no situations to meet nobody. So I be accepting that my love life is the way it is because I don't be doing anything like to help it. <laughs> like I try to get out. I try to do things, but if I got to do it by myself, I'm not going. <laughs> so I just be in this bed and I've learned to love myself so much. I really don't even be thinking about going outside, going to go meet anybody. I'm terrified of dealing with people right now, just for the simple fact that learning somebody and everything is so a lot. And I think I'm worried about coming across people that ain't ready to work just as much as I am. So it's just like, a lot of the reason why I probably don't put myself in situation too is because of fear. So I think once I kind of come to terms more with, you know, why that fear is there and stuff like that, I think I may start to put myself in visible situations. So, you know, my, my man can come find me or whatever, but I'm starting to accept that too, that really it's my responsibility. If I want to be in a relationship, I got to go out and find somebody to even put myself in front of. So, you know, I'm starting to accept so much more now and I'm starting to not worry so much. It's hard, y'all, especially with that. Y'all know that grieving thing, that lost thing and stuff like that, that we talked about last week. So I'm still going through the grieving process and I have hard times with coming to acceptance of like people not being in my life anymore and stuff like that. But overall, my situations and how they're playing out <clears throat> and everything, I think I'm becoming way more accepting. Like I'm just getting to a space where I'm like, well, you're not there because you're not there. Like in a sense of you're not there because you haven't did the work to get there. Not anything else. Like you're not in a relationship because you haven't did the work to get in one. You're not a licensed therapist because you haven't did the work to become one. Like you are not this because, and so when you, that's why accountability is your best friend sometimes because you start to realize that you're not where you want to be mostly because you just haven't started. Like the more you start, stay consistent and everything, you really start to realize that everything that would seem so far out of reach is, is way closer than you think. You just have to start. Like sometimes we think that the the goal is like 10 miles down the road when in reality, once we start walking and, you know, staying at the same pace and don't stop and stuff, that 10 miles now shortens to maybe three. And then the time that you thought it was going to take, you don't even take that long. It's just a matter of starting and realizing that you can start whenever you're ready. So yeah, that accountability thing is a lifesaver. Um, but you know, acceptance too, when you can accept where you are and know that you really can do more if you start, like even where I'm at now is not the same place that I used to be when I first came home. When I first came home, I was like in a whole completely different mind space. I was going through the motions. I mean, I'm kind of still going through the motions, but I'm in way, a way more positive place. I don't do this with my mom as much like y'all. When I first got home, me and my mom used to bump heads like no tomorrow. And now that's my girl. Like we don't even bump heads like that. Like I have learned to be at peace with who she is, encouraging her to do things differently so that we can 
be um, in different places communicatively. Is that a word? <laughs> but, you know, be able to commu uh, communicate with each other better. But, you know, realizing that somebody didn't teach her what I've learned. So I got to be patient and things like that. Give her the information, yes, but I got to be patient enough for her to put it into practice and actually get do it and, you know, become a different person because that's 50, my mama 56. That's 56 years of this, this bullshit that she been is still. So it's a matter of being patient, um, even with her being patient with yourself because we're a work in progress. So yes, I definitely have come to a space where I'm starting to accept more and realizing that I can change my reality, accepting my reality, all that good stuff. So that definitely, I think that definitely, that mindset definitely starts to help you to just be more peaceful. Um, number four is feeling confident that you can manage anything that comes your way. Yes. I'm convinced that the the how we were raised, we're, we were raised to be able to handle anything. Like, my mom has some negative qualities about her, but the one thing I can say is she ain't never folded. She has four children from three different people, has a, had a hard time, I'm sure. She works her life away and everything, but she's never folded. Something about a Black woman, y'all, something about them, like, they different, really, really different sometimes. Nah, I ain't gonna say other races ain't different, but what I grew up with is different, child. I'd be, I don't know how she work her life where I can't even fathom how to, how to work more than 20 hours a week, honestly. So it's like, you know, but she can, she's always been able to handle anything that has come her way. And, and that's the one thing I admire so much about her. She doesn't fold. I haven't seen her fold. She has times where she gets hella overwhelmed. And I think that that comes out in fear and, you know, um, uh, anger and everything. Like, well, it's rooted in fear, but it comes out as anger. But I've never seen her fold to where she was just like, you know what? Fuck all this shit. I don't have to be here doing this. It's some parents out there right now that done gave up on being a parent. And that's that's the one thing I've never seen her do is fold with any of the circumstances that has come into her life. So for that, I thank her so much for not folding on us and for teaching us, her children, how to deal with anything that comes our way. I think we're very resilient in that we had a resilient mama. Like we go through hardships, but because of the the what is it the representative the example <laughs> the example we've seen we have learned to always handle things that come our way so i definitely love that she taught us that and i don't even know if she did it on purpose but thank you big dog you taught us some stuff <laughs> um it's number five is being empathetic towards others and being able to build healthy relationships yes y'all I personally, I don't know if that, I don't know, because I am very empathetic towards people, but as far as building healthy relationships, I think I'm working on it now, like me and my sisters definitely have been hanging out more and everything, like we have literally formed a sister circle every Tuesday and we come together and stuff, so we're building healthy relationships. Um, I think where I have to work is outside people and not just family, working on my outside relationships and maintaining 
or starting new ones um, and working on that. Cause I, like I said, I don't really get out much to meet people and form relationships and stuff like that. So really being able to get out and talk with people, hang out with people and nurturing those relationships and building those. I think that's one thing I definitely could be working on um, actively, but I definitely agree. When you have a whole, y'all know my five to 10 people, but when you have a whole community around you that you really can rely on, it's like you don't ever have to go through anything by yourself. Like sometimes people are gonna be unavailable due to life, be life in, but you know, you're never alone. And that's the that's the reason why I definitely know I need to work on building up some friendships because Sometimes I can't call my sisters and friends and stuff. So being able to have a whole, I was going to say society, <laughs> a whole community around you so that you're always, so you always have help. I mean, I be helping myself, but we're not put here to always be alone. I love being alone, y'all. I'm introverted. I'm introverted more than no, I ain't gonna say more than your average. No, I'm an introverted extrovert. But when I need my inside time, I need my inside time. But when I need my outside time, like being with other people, I need that too. So sometimes people aren't always available. So having those five to 10 people that we talked about is always helpful. And it definitely helps to bring a peace of mind because then you're gonna be able to get everything off your chest, have fun, probably be an inner kid and stuff like that. And so you just feel at ease, you know? Um, number six is not being dependent on others' approval for your happiness. Um, yes, y'all. External factors cannot bring you internal peace. Um, when you are good internally, then you don't worry about external. And so that's a good way to know if you're at ease or you have a peace of mind is when you are the one that can affirm you and you like your affirmations more than anybody else's, like that's that thing right there. Like I really be pouring into myself. Like I I woke up this morning and went in the mirror and was just like, <laughs> like I literally straight out the bed, went in the mirror and smiled at myself because you know, you gotta be that happiness for yourself. Me in this mirror, the best thing they could have ever did is create a reflection. And I know that some people back in the day when they didn't have mirrors or glasses stuff, they was just looking in that water, having a good old time with they self looking at their reflection because I be in the mirror obsessed. <laughs> we be having a good old time. Even with this camera, I just be looking at myself the whole time. I don't really be talking to y'all. I be talking to me, but I be talking to y'all. But we be having a good old time over here because I really have been able to find happiness just from me alone. Even if I don't have the TVs and the music and all this other stuff, when I go in that mirror and look at myself, or if I was to go to the beach and look in some water and I could see myself, oh baby, I'm smiling every time. I'm laughing every time. My voice, my thought process, it cracks me up every day. <laughs> like I bring myself so much happiness that I I don't even care to look for it out. That's probably, that's another reason why I think I be in the house so much, y'all. I just need to learn how to share it with everybody else. Cause I be having a good old time by myself that I don't need to be caring about going outside. But yes, 
when you have found happiness within yourself, just you alone, when you're you and yourself is characters all together, baby, who cares about anybody else's approval? Who cares? Me and me and you, we good, right? We good, we good. Yeah. So when you have become your best friend, literally, <laughs> your ace boom cool. I haven't heard that in so long. Your ace boom cool. <laughs> when you have become that, you don't even care about other people. Because why? <laughs> like, I make myself laugh. We be having a good old time. Sometimes I be like, dang, am I even gonna be able to find people like me? And then I go hang out with my friend. And I'd be like, yeah, it's people out here like me. We crazy. <laughs> just a little bit. But, you know, it's just like, yes, when you don't care about other people's approval, I think you definitely have a peace of mind because you approve yourself. I approve you, girl. Mm. Um, and then lastly, um, it's having a calm and positive outlook towards life. Y'all, I don't even know no other way to be nowadays. What is negativity? I don't even know that word. I'm definitely a glass half full kind of girl. I don't even know what being pessimistic is like anymore ever. Like positivity is my, that's my word for the rest of my life. I don't know how to be negative. Cause why? This life already hard. And if you walk around with a negative mindset about it, you go, you go make your life harder. Why, why not just try to make the bright side of everything? We were in, I went to group today for my job and we were in there and we were talking about college and everything. And I was just like, maybe the reason why you have to, like for undergrad, you got to take all these extra classes outside of what you actually came there for <laughs> is because, you know, when you go uh, into the workforce, you may not get into your field job automatically. So you have to be used to doing stuff you don't really care about doing. And uh, our a bucket jumping instructor, he was just like, or maybe they just wanted y'all money. <laughs> I was like, you know, maybe they did. But what I said was kind of positive. It's a positive way of looking at it. So, yeah, I try to have a spin, a positive spin on everything now. Like, it just, it just makes things lighter. You don't feel so bad. Like, the world, like, the biggest thing I'm, like, and I'm still positive about it, but I, I've been more so on is just like how evil some people are. But I ain't negative about them. I'm just trying to figure out why y'all so evil. But I always feel like positivity or good people are always going to outweigh evil because y'all go end up sucking yourself to your own black hole. But yeah, like I don't even know how like you could be negative. Well, okay, I'm lying. I do know how people can be negative. Like, life do be life -in. It be life -in. But, like, when life is life -in, why would you not want to have a positive outlook? Like, it's just gonna make you feel better about the bullshit that's going on around you. Like, like you're just gonna be able to get through it so much easier. It don't help to be negative. It's just gonna make it three times worse. So, yes, positive outlook is beautiful. And, y'all, I really... When I tell y'all, I think I got all seven. I definitely have some work in progress on some of them, but all seven have become my life. Like, I just need a peace of mind, especially because, like, my mind is always all over the place. And if it sits in something too long that's not positive, it's not going to help. Like, mm-mm. So I'm definitely in a space where now I'm just like, positivity, happiness, 
good feelings only. Like I don't got time to be in negative spaces. And I'm just trying to help other people get into this space that I'm in or even be better than me. Cause I, like I said, I still got my days where I cuss the people out in the car. I have my days. The other day, this, uh, this lady that was driving in the car, she almost got the business. And not even cause I was gonna get out and do anything. She rolled by, flicked me off and I hopped behind her and I tailed her and she almost hit somebody's car. Cause that, you don't do that to people. Like she honked at me because she thought I was trying to come into the lane, but I was trying to move over so I didn't hit nobody car that was trying to turn. You know, when people kind of get in the turning lane and the back of their car kind of hang out, so you got to go around. Yes, like I was going around the car and I guess she thought I was coming over, but I didn't even go into her lane, y'all, because my mom's car has it where if you go close to the lane thing, it makes noise. It didn't even make no noise. She just hunk to hump. And then she go flick me off when she drove past me and y'all, it was raining. And I was like, oh no, today is that day. I hopped in behind her and I'd like tailed her because she tried to take off. No, nah, don't take off when you don't pass me that bad energy. I'm passed back to you. I hopped in behind her. I tailed her and she almost hit somebody's car, but jumped over. Luckily she jumped over. I would have felt bad if, okay, no, I wouldn't have. In that moment, I wouldn't have felt bad because you don't pass that bad energy if you don't want it to come back. But she was able to jump over and avoid hitting the people car. But y'all, I was trying to make that lady wreck. You don't do that. I ain't even do nothing to you and you flick me off. I don't even be flicking people. Off. I think I might've flicked somebody off like the other day, but it was one time. And I think it was it was a bad day. I think I have been eating terribly all week. So I can understand. But yes, you don't do that to people. Because I would have understood if the person I flicked off would have followed me too. Like I would have understood. You don't pass that bad energy along. You don't know what nobody go through. So to be passing bad energy along is terrible. So yeah, she got what she, she almost got what she deserved. She she lucky. God was watching out for her. Because I damn sure was going to make her run into somebody's car. Definitely. But yeah, sorry, I went off on the table. She peace of mind. I ain't have none that day. <laughs> but I was peaceful after that. She just made my nerves bad. And it was raining. I think my mood correlates with the rain. So when it's raining, I be annoyed a little bit because it's all gloomy and doomy look looking and stuff like that. So my mood kind of just matches the weather sometimes. So she was about to get it that day. But um, and then it says, um, Here's how you identify if you don't have a peace of mind. Some things you may experience when you don't have a peace of mind. So the first one is stress. And say you may constantly be stressed and feel incapable of coping with everything on your plate. You may often feel physically and emotionally drained. Minor setbacks are um, can feel overwhelming. Um, Luckily, I don't really stress. I don't think I've ever stressed. Stuff about my love life. That's been the only thing I've stressed about y'all is my love life ever. <laughs> I've only ever stressed out. Since I became an adult, I don't stress about nothing else. When I was in college, baby, who was stressing about schoolwork? Not I. I already knew when I was going to pass and fail a class. Because if I went to take an exam and I know I wasn't paying attention in class or I didn't even go to class or stuff like that, like I wasn't paying attention, I knew I was going to fail. What am I stressing about it for? We stressing about it for I know like I've been taking accountability <laughs> like I knew that I was gonna fail a test I knew stuff was gonna happen that was gonna happen like I've never stressed about anything other than my love life 
And I'm learning not to stress about that either. Because <laughs> why? You have control of everything you do. Of course, when it comes to your love life, that's other people. So you can't control that. But you can't control how long you stay around those other people. So it's like you can control everything. What am I stressing for? Not not stressing. Or I'm trying not to. <laughs> but yes, stress is uh, the first one. So the next one is going to be insecurity. It says you may not feel confident and constantly doubt yourself about you. Hold on. Doubt yourself and your abilities. You may look to others for approval and let your happiness be, be dictated by them. I don't do that either. I don't care if I'm the only person that think I'm the most gorgeous person. Granted, I'm not because I get so many compliments. Now. That's how I know I'm operating in a different frequency right now because, baby, I get so many compliments. I've been doing basic shit. Like, People tell me I look pretty when I randomly go places. People say my hair looks nice, my outfits, my legs, my shoes. Like, I just get compliments nowadays. That's how I know I'm operating in a different frequency. But it's not even like I'm going outside looking for this stuff either. Like, 9 out of 10, I already probably done told myself in that mirror, girl, you look good. Like, <laughs> if I was a nigga, <laughs> I was up, girl. Like, I probably done told myself all that already. But I could definitely ch tell I'm changing because I just attract so much positive energy. It's very rare that I attract negative energy. And I also noticed, too, like I said, when it was rainy outside, I probably was annoyed. So attracting somebody annoyed makes sense. Pay attention to when you attract bad energy. Like, are you in a bad space right now? Or have you been in a bad space? Because usually you attract what you putting out. Like, I've been in such a good space. I've rarely been attracting bad energy or bad people or anything like that. I've been attracting really good people, really good energy and everything. Like, and it just comes with, I feel like people can sense when you're up here versus down here. So when you're down here, if you if you are around people, maybe they can sense that you're down here and they just want to keep pulling you down. But if you're up here, I feel like people that are up here, they can see you. They can give you compliments to continue to help you to rise and stuff like I, I definitely notice like I attract way more compliments, way more words of affirmation, everything. But it's also because I just be feeding it to myself too. Like you get what you give yourself. Like I treat myself with respect in that mirror. I don't ever be now, me and me and this little gut, we be having a little back and forth. But other than that, me we me and that mirror. I be bigging myself up. So it's only right that people are going to come into my life bigging myself up. So for me, insecurity is not necessarily a thing. Maybe. It may come up in certain places. I think it can possibly. Nah, y'all. I really am getting outside the box nowadays. Like not doing the same things I used to do. I am actually, I stopped doing the pole dancing class only because my class has ended, but I am coaching cheerleading. I'm getting back around cheerleading. So it's like I'm getting back into a more healthier space and everything. So mm -mm, yeah, that insecurity thing, I don't think is my thing these days anyways. So next is anxiety. 
You may constantly feel worried or anxious about something, which can make you feel restless or tense. You may also experience physical symptoms such, such as rapid heartbeat, hyperventilation, nausea, tremors, and sweating. So, y'all, anxiety, it's just my love life. I don't know what it is about my love life. I don't know what it is about my love life that just caused me all these problems. Nothing else causes me anxiety like my love life. And I, okay, I ain't going to say just my love life. I think my future sometimes causes me anxiety just for the simple fact that America's capitalistic. So you just always got to worry about, okay, when am I going to be able to make more money? Like you worry about that sometimes, but for the most part, it's just my love life. And I'm working on it, y'all. I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna be worried all my life. I'm gonna get it together. But for right now, that's that's the only thing that brings me anxiety. Other, other than that, I be chilling. I really do. I really be chilling. I be chilling, chillaxing. Um, depression um is the next one. It says you may feel unhappy about your life and experience feelings of guilt, shame, helplessness, or hopelessness. You may find yourself withdrawing from others and not wanting to do things you once enjoy. You may also feel fatigued, have difficulty sleeping, and experience weight changes. I can tell when I'm going through this because my weight do be kind of up and down, but that could be because I be eating up and down. <laughs> so I definitely know when I'm going in and out of depression, and I can usually tell what is on there again. <laughs> it's always that damn love life um but yeah depression comes in and out every now and again but i'm trying to focus on other things other than my love life because in time I'm actually gonna take action it ain't no point in worried about my love life so i'm trying to just focus on other things and just let that part come to me that's another thing too. I be so chillaxing with everything else that when stuff come to me i just be cooling but, you know, I, I, I'm starting to really understand why they say the moment you stop focusing on getting a person, that's when that person comes to you. It's because, baby, you be so nonchalant that you don't even be knowing that God finna go ahead and put them right in your path. Like, you don't even be looking for it. Ain't finna put that person right in front of you. Mm -mm -mm. So, yeah, I'm trying to get to the space because I was once in a space where I was not looking for nobody. And then... <laughs> God send somebody in my space to cause chaos just a little bit. <laughs> so now I'm just trying to get back into the space where I really don't care about somebody like really being in my life uh, romantically so that they can come. And I don't even care that time really is passing. And I still ain't like, I don't want to be so fixated on it anymore because it does cause me anxiety. It does cause me depression. I don't want to be worried about that part. I have been cultivating everything else around me so that I'm not worried about that. So yeah, I'm getting there. But that's what work is. Do the work. That's why I'm hanging out with my sisters and doing the cheerleading and you know, everything like that. Just getting out more. When my sister be like, let's go to poetry night. I'm like, okay. And everything. So it's like I'm getting I'm doing the work. So y'all do the work. And then when you stop focusing on the the stressful parts, it'll just work itself out. When you focus on everything else, the stressful shit will work itself out. And then lastly, it says conflict. You may find yourself experiencing tension and conflict in your relationships at home, 
work, school, or among your social circle. Y'all, I don't be worried about conflict nowadays. Um, I try to stay out of it. <laughs> I try to communicate effectively. Now, do everybody on the receiver end know how to communicate effectively? I don't know. But, you know, but being that I know how to communicate effectively, I can't always blame it on other people when I leave out of character. At that point, it's on me. So it's just like, I don't be coming into conflict with people too much. Like, I either have a civil conversation with you or, you know, I can't do much for you. <laughs> so I don't really be coming into conflict. But, you know, I definitely understand how all of these can meet, like can show that you're not at ease or with a a peace of mind because there's so much going on around you that's pulling you at a thousand different directions. Again, luckily for me, these are things that don't really sit in my life anymore. Now, did they previously? Hell yes. But nowadays, they're slowly fading out. And I think when you get to that slowly fading out phase, baby, you just keep putting in work so that you could continue to slowly phase out and you be good. Uh, Yes, I'm just trying to be good because I ain't got time to be stressing. <laughs> but then, okay, so now it says um, some reasons why it can be hard for you to find inner peace. Um, one of the reasons can be mental health conditions, um, which I think all of America, not all of America, I don't think we all have mental health things, but I do think that there's a good amount of us that might have mental health things that we don't even know are there because going to therapy is so taboo, but you know, those are changing around nowadays. Um, and people are getting the help and doing the work and trying to get to a better space mentally. So I, all I can do is hope for the best, become a therapist so I can actually help out and, you know, continue to, to do this, which is put a good message out to the world, give people information, show them examples, which is what we're going to be doing in November. Um, for my birthday, we're going to start having people on, being able to show people examples of hardships where they could be like, dang, I'm going through that right now, and actually be able to see it, not just for me. Yeah, you can hear my stories, but my stories are so limited to everything that people go through. So I want to be able to give people examples and, you know, see what other people are doing to help them through their, you know, stress and chaoticness so that they can get to a sense of peace. So yes, mental health can be causing a lot of reasons, like a lot of problems within your life. Um, so, you know, if you're not sure how to come to a better space by yourself, then definitely go seek help. Um, I know like a lot of people's jobs through insurance is allowing them to do free, free therapy and stuff like that. Just use your resources, look and see what resources are within your area that you can use as well. Um, Cause it's all going to be beneficial in the long run. Um, another way to know, uh, another way to that finding inner peace can be hard is um, difficult circumstances. So it says, it can be hard to feel peaceful if you're experiencing difficult circumstances, such as the loss of a job or the loss of your home in the wake of a natural disaster. So when those big life changes come at you, it can, it's gonna be hard. But you know, that's why I think too, like spirituality, faith, religion, whatever it is, 
or just being able to depend on yourself if you're not religious or whatever. But for me, being able to say, God got me, allows me to release so much. What they say, like, let go, let God, like, really let go, let God, because things may be coming at you from a different, all different angles, but when you let go, do what is within your control and just let God work things out, you start to realize that it ain't even that much to stress over. But, you know, when you're in the thick of everything, when you're in the heat of everything, because I've never gone through those big changes, like, yeah, I lost my car. So learning how to integrate with my mom on using hers has been, it was a challenge, but I got through it because God gonna work it out. I got the knowledge to know how to work it out, you know, stuff like that. So when you just let go like God and just let things happen, do what's in your control, then I think that that's what helps with those difficult circumstances and utilize your resources. I also think that the reason why people have a hard time getting through difficult circumstances is because they don't ever think that they have help sometimes because you, you figure that if you reach out to your family, well, they're going through a lot of shit. They're not going to be able to help, but there's actually a lot of resources that people just don't know about within the community that could possibly help you. I feel like here a lot more people know about the rent, the 211 where you can rent, will call, and then you could tell them that you need help with your rent, utilities, and stuff like that. But even if you dial 211, you'll go to the, the information. They don't just help with rent. There's resources for mental health. There's resources for uh, all the food banks within your area. There's resources for shelters within. Like they have so many resources, just people don't ever know about it. So dial 211 when you're in need and you may be able to get help, even with mental health. I love that we have the National Suicide Prevention Line because a lot of people need somebody to talk to in those thick of the, like in the heat of the moments, being on the end, the receiving end of those calls. I was always grateful that somebody was like, you know what, you helped me not take my life today or you saved my life. And I'm sure that all the other people on the other ends of those phones that get those calls are, they're very appreciative when they can help in any way that they can. So definitely call that number. I'm definitely going to insert it right here so that you can reach out to them too. Cause it's just like anything you're going through, you have help. You never in this by yourself, but if you don't know that there's help out there, you're going to feel like you're in it by yourself, but you're never in it by yourself. So yes, mental health, you can reach out for help. Two on one, you can reach out for help. All these things are helpful within the community when you don't have a family structure that can help you. you you got them you know and just just yeah utilize your resources um and then lastly um why it can be hard to find inner peace is stress or anxiety and it says you may also have trouble finding inner peace if something is stressing you out or upsetting you it can be helpful to identify it take steps to resolve it or accept that you can't change it processing your emotions about it will help you feel more peaceful yes y'all i like i said i'm not a big stressor but i do understand why people stress it's i think people stress when you feel like you don't have things in control when you lose a sense of control and stuff like that but you have more control than you realize even if that control is just being positive in the midst of the situation, you always have control over your, your mental, your emotional, 
yes, everything could be falling apart around you, but even just having a positive outlook on that, like it's not gonna last always. Being able to feed yourself with positivity is gonna help you to get through those hard times way more than if you just like, fuck, like my life is just going to shit. Like, you know, if you keep feeding yourself this negativity, it ain't gonna make the negative shit around you no easier. So, you know, even if you can't change getting the money for your rent or change getting the money for your car note or change not going through this heartbreak or losing a family member, if you can't change those things, you can't change your mindset about it. And that's the the ultimate thing that's gonna help you change your your whole aura is your mindset behind all of the chaos going on. So yeah makes sense it really does and then it says ways to obtain peace of mind is refrain from your negative thoughts y'all yes do not be negative it does not help to feed yourself negativity it does not help for you to to be beat down on yourself again if you are not your biggest cheerleader who is gonna chill for you who go do it like you gotta be able to feed yourself that positive self-talk like we talked about in self-love episode which is why y'all should go check it out. But you gotta be able to feed yourself that positivity. If you can't feed yourself that positivity, that means somebody can come into your life, give it to you, and now you become dependent on them. The only thing about becoming dependent on a person is that they can leave. Yes, and then you gotta go through the grieving process and all this other stuff that's gonna make you see that everything's negative. Like, it's just... Why depend on others when you could depend on yourself? Like, yes, it does help when you have that five to 10 people around you. But when all else fails and those five to 10 people are not around, who can you, who can you run to when you need love? You, baby. You, run to you. I'm running that mirror and we be having a good old time. <laughs> but yes, um, refrain those negative thoughts. Um, I seen, I, I feel like I talked about it, but the Diana Ross clip that I came across where she was like, I may have one negative thought, but as soon as I have that negative thought, I combat it with a positive thought just so that I'm always pushing positivity onto myself. So I'm never letting myself get too lost in the negativity. Do that. If you have to, if you notice you're stuck in a sense of negativity, just start feeding yourself positivity until you feel like you that person all over again, you know? Um, it says accept things you can't change. Facts, y'all. We can't change other people. Our surroundings sometimes. Like, acceptance is one of the best things you can do, like, ever. Not even just in the grieving process, but just accepting life. For the way that it is sometimes, that does not mean you have to be complacent in it. That does not mean that you shouldn't strive to make things better. But if you don't even accept your own reality, it's not even going to help you to, to fix things in the future. Like, you're going to be going into it with such a clouded, delusional mind. Like, acceptance is one of the, the best things to help y'all. Like, accept it. If it's out of your control, do what's in your control. Do what you can do and let the pieces fall where they may. But, you know, to be frustrated or uh, annoyed or 
disappointed in other people's actions. Like humans are humans. They can make you happy, but they can make you sad. <laughs> like they always can do different things. So, you know, being okay with stuff being out of your control. Um, that's crazy because a lot of people have control issues. Like people need stuff to be in their control sometimes. And it's like, let go. Let God. <laughs> oh, let go. And let God. Like, let go. And be okay with letting go. And then continue to do what you can do. And then the next one is um, don't link your happiness to external circumstances. Yes, y'all. Don't do it. Don't do it. Like I said, when you have to become dependent on outside forces, they always gonna let you down. They always can let you down. Like, and that's where I'm starting to accept my love life and the especially the past people. I ain't I I'm getting to the mindset where I'm like becoming more okay with people can let you down. So just go into it with boundaries and stuff like that. I'm getting to that space, work in progress. But even with the past people, don't depend on anybody too much because they can let you down. It's it's what they're here to do. They're not they're not supposed to be 100, 1,000 percent of the time. Like they're supposed to let you down because it teaches you how to learn how to be okay with being let down. They're supposed to. Nobody's supposed to be amazing all the time or the purpose would be, if there would be no purpose, if they were just amazing all the time, then in the back of your mind, you'd be like, what the fuck wrong with them? So it's like, don't become too dependent on other people to bring you something. Like they can add to it. I, I love that saying where your, your romantic partner is not supposed to bring you happiness. They're just supposed to add to it. Facts. And that was my biggest thing is I always looked for other people to bring me happiness instead of just me being happy by myself. Like, and I think that's too why I'm so dependent on God number two. When he came into my life, I was in such a dark space that he pulled me out of, and that shouldn't have been his responsibility. That should have been my responsibility to pull me out of that space. And then he should have been the person to come in and add to that happiness. But he was literally the, the person to pull me out of a dark space. So I've become so dependent on him pulling me out of a dark space. And the fact that I can't rely on him right now is kicking my ass. So it's just like, y'all, be careful when you try to look for external circumstances to benefit you. Because, baby, everybody got their own shit going on. Even, like, when, you, when it comes to, like, the different materialistic shit, all that shit cannot be valuable one day, can break the next, all this other stuff. So it's not even just about people. It's your external circumstances, too. Like, materialistic things, jobs, all types of shit. Don't look for a job to make you happy. Don't look for things to make you happy, people to make you happy. You got to be happy. And those things add to that happiness. Like I want a big ass house, not to make me happy, but to add to my happiness. Like baby, I will literally be on a scooter riding around that bitch, just having a good old time. Like you know, but that's just 
I've always dreamed about having that big, nice house, those nice cars and stuff like that, because it just would add to my happiness. I'd be a-okay if I never got it, but I know I'd be happy-go-lucky if I added it. So it's just like all of these external things, even with a man now, I'm getting to a space where, no, I don't need them for my happiness, but baby, to add it, I know how they made me feel in the past. So with the way that I am now and Adam and in now, baby, we'll be over here. I definitely am going to be definitely. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm on cloud nine with the like, with the with all of the hormones and stuff that being in a relationship released on top of the happiness you already have. Like, don't be on cloud nine. <laughs> but yes. Outside circumstances should only add to your happiness. They should not be what makes you happy. They should not, because just as much as they can come, they can go. And the only person that you came into this world with is yourself. I mean, granted, your mama and the doctor and them was in the room, but you came into this world really by yourself. So you got to go through this world. Well, you got to know how to go through this world by yourself you leave by yourself, you gotta learn really how to depend on yourself. Yes, everybody is extra on top of it, but if you don't know how to be good by yourself, you're gonna have a hard life because you're gonna always be dependent on everybody else, which means you're probably gonna go through grieving way more than you want to. Like y'all, baby, when I tell you, I was not playing last week, I'm still in the grieving <laughs> still in the grieving. I'm still in the grieving cycle, you know, because you depend on people and things for all of this stuff to bring into your life when you should not. Like, don't do it. Don't ever put yourself in that place of vulnerability that other people can just toy with, you know? Be vulnerable with yourself. Let yourself in and be that person for yourself. Um. And then lastly, y'all, is practice self-care. Well, we talked about this in self-love, but I'm going to go through the different things. Uh, it says, like, the different needs that could be lacking, um, which is, uh, let me just read it because I don't even know how what I'm trying to say right now. <laughs> I just went foggy-minded. <laughs> but um, so it says self-care can take many forms depending on your needs. Okay, so the, I'm going to go through the different needs that may need to be attended to um, that could be lacking when it comes to your self-care and being attentive to those things. So the first one is going to be your physical self-care. And it says that it involves taking care of your body by ensuring adequate rest, nutrition, and exercise. Yes, I can always tell when I'm really going through some shit because I haven't been really, when I'm just in this room, in this bed, not doing nothing, I, I feel the worst. It's the most comfortable, but I feel the worst when I finally do start moving and stuff like that. But it's because I haven't moved my body. I haven't given myself vitamin D. I haven't eaten appropriately. Not talking about 10, I'm probably ordering Uber Eats or something. So I haven't eaten appropriately. So it's just like, that physical is so important. And when you feel your body trying to talk to you, listen, pay attention. She'll tell you what she needs if you pay attention. Um, next is emotional. And it says, emotionally speaking, um, self-care could look like setting boundaries with people in your life to protect yourself. It can also mean shutting down negative self-talk. Yes. Don't feed yourself negativity and putting boundaries around yourself. I'm still trying to identify what are those boundaries 
that I need to put out when it comes to romantic. Because I do want to get back in the dating and stuff like that. And I, I fear that all of this work, I'm going to just fall back into the same pattern. But I can't have that negative view on myself. Because it's like, you learn it. And you don't make mistakes more than two, three times. So <laughs> so it's just like, give yourself grace. Um, but I'm trying to really pay attention to where I went wrong in the past so that I can put guards around me at least you know that door in front of me to allow people to knock and for me to really be able to assess if this is a person to let in or to just say mm, i'm not here <laughs> so yeah um the next one is social and it says um this could mean spending time with loved ones um and it is an important part of self-care social self-care can also involve cutting out people or social activities that don't fulfill you facts y'all I've noticed, like, yeah, I like going out to the clubs, but it's really not my thing. Like, I'm going to pay 20 plus dollars just to go inside, look at a whole bunch of people stand. They don't even be dancing. They don't do shit at our clubs. So we be paying all this money to go sit and look at people just stand there. Or why? But now what I do want to do is, like, go to, I've seen they have, like, this country bar in Ebor. And do that because you know white people like to dance they'll line dance they'll actually do something and then going to maybe like salsa dancing or to like a hispanic dancing place because they'll dance it's just black people i i don't know if there's so much judgment that we think that people that's gonna come with us actually just having a good time dancing and stuff that we don't do it but I want to go to those places because I love to dance. I love music. I love the beats. I, I Every beat I can move my shoulders or hips or something. So I want to be able to go to those environments. But our our bars and stuff, it don't be given what needs to be gave. The only time people move is when it's twerking music or shoot them up, bang, bang music. But even shoot them up, bang, bang, they ain't dancing. They pulling out the sticks and all types of stuff. So I, mm -hmm. That ain't my scene. I, I like people that move their hips, who actually like to move their hips and don't think they gay for moving their hips. Like I, I have to put myself around those environments because our environments, I feel like because of everything that comes with our community, it's so not fun anymore. Take me back to 90s in our community where they really was having a good time, but in the 2000s, they don't have a good time and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't want to just stand there and look at you. I done spent $20. What was the purpose? Uh -uh. I don't like it. <laughs> but um, next is intellectual. It says intellectual self-care can involve reading more books you enjoy, doing a crossword every day, or making time for a new hobby. Y'all, when I tell y'all, I be on YouTube learning shit all the time. <laughs> like, all the time. Like, anytime I'm on YouTube, it's because I'm learning some stuff about relationships. <laughs> nutrition um mental health all types of stuff i'm always learning i gotta keep this mind filled because i like having intellectual conversations too i'm in the in a phase right now where i only want to talk about intellectual shit and <laughs> like deep shit so it's just like i gotta keep feeding my mind so i can have more information i could come to the conversation with a broader spectrum of topics and stuff so that's my go-to is youtube i love me some youtube that was god's gift not it was that it was a gift and a curse but <laughs> it's such a, a beautiful resource and then i'm gonna get back into reading one day um i'm gonna get back into reading one day i keep starting books and stopping them 
gonna get back. I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish a book before the year out. I promise y'all, I will. Um, next is spiritual. Spiritual self care can involve meditation, being mindful of the present moment, listening to music, or practicing a religion. Oh, baby, when I tell you when a song comes to my brain, I just gotta let it play. So the other day is um, I was I was thinking about we're blessed. Had to play. We're blessed in the city. We're blessed in the field. We're blessed when we go where we go. Hey, even when you sang these songs, how do you even frown? Like, even the sad ones that make you cry, you still be smiling, singing them, crying, and everything. Like, they're so uplifting. They're so encouraging and everything. I love the music. Uh, I really need to get into more of the newer music. I'm like an old, everything about me is old spirited. My church music, my R&B music, my movies. Like I'm such an old spirited person, but I do want to get more into the new stuff because everybody got their own little twinge or twang that they put onto gospel music nowadays and, you know, see which ones I vibe to. But uh, I love the music. And then sometimes there's just sermons that come to me that I got to go watch the whole thing. Pastor Keon Henderson, that's the GOAT. Well, <laughs> I guess he maybe wouldn't identify himself as a, as a GOAT because he's still young and he still has more pastoring to do, but he a GOAT. Like, I definitely, he's one of those ones where I have to go watch his whole sermon when I come across a, a reel. Um Pastor uh, Sarah Jakes, I just started getting into her. Well, Sarah Jakes, uh, what is her last name? What's the husband last name? Torre, Torre, is it Roberts? Sarah Jakes Roberts? I don't know. Don't quote me, y'all. But yeah, she, I, I be going to go watch her stuff. Um, even Well, I haven't watched like a full sermon of T.D. Jakes, um, but Michael Todd, um, who else? There's probably many others that I come across and I have to go watch their whole thing because I can't just watch one episode. I mean, one reel and be okay. So I definitely have those moments where I feel like God really need me to watch it. So I just pop up in my face and I'd be like, Ooh, let me go watch it. And then I get the information I need to get. Um, and then lastly, it says the, um, personal, and then says this form of self-care involves doing things you enjoy, such as walking in nature, drawing yourself a relaxing bath, or cooking a meal you like. Did all that yesterday. Cooked a meal I like. Took a bath. <laughs> all that, y'all. I made some chicken, some chicken, shrimp, carbonara thing. It was supposed to be like a dupe recipe from Olive Garden that this guy created. It was really good. Now, the first time I made it was probably so much better. I think this time I put so much heavy whipping cream and so much cheese that it was just a lot more than what I did the first time. The first time, y'all, and the first time I used actual bacon. This time I used turkey bacon, which was still good, but that first bacon, it was like an applewood smoked or something. Ooh. That shit was fire. <laughs> but this time, it was still good. Um, and then, I, of course, I got to draw me a bath. That bath is something serious. And it helps with, you know, if you feeling a little chubby or something, you just want to sweat a little bit, it definitely helps with that. I'm sure it probably be burning something. I don't know what it be burning, but it be burning something because I be sweat. <laughs> or maybe that's just my body trying to cool down because my bathtub be too high. I don't know. But. Tell myself whatever I need to tell me to make me feel good. Positivity. 
<laughs> but yes, I love me a nice bath. I love turning on some R&B music and just feeling myself, surrounding myself rather with love. I, I love me some R&B music. Like, and y'all know what I'm starting to notice. I gotta, you know, I gotta go off topic every now and again. Them people in the 90s was very toxic. A lot of their music was talking about being side pieces and <laughs> being side pieces and side situations and you're my little secret and that's how we go. What are we talking about right now? <laughs> you cheating? <laughs> Why are you cheating? Like, oh my gosh, the 90s was kind of toxic. I think that's what all of them went down, went down the hole. I think that's why all our parents and stuff really wasn't together no more because they was listening to all that side piece stuff. And now we just don't know how to become mains again. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, y'all, but yes, I just really have to turn on my R&B music and fill my room with love and give myself love and everything, even with my shows, majority of the shows I watch usually have like a cute little love story in it, um, and it makes me feel good, um, sometimes it reminds me that I'm just patiently waiting on it to come but you know just being able to, granted, they always say, oh well, love is not like in TVs, but shit. It can be close, can it? We can have those romantic times sometimes. Like, they're not always happy. So, <laughs> so yes, that's, like, literally personal. I be needing it. I be needing to feed into my soul. I really do. But, yes, y'all, that's going to be it for peace of mind. Hopefully, something on here you can take and practice tomorrow. You can practice when you finish this video or finish listening. Like, hopefully, this is something you can practice as soon as possible because the quicker you get to a peace of mind, the better your energy is. Then you start putting out positivity to the world. Then you start getting it back. And then stuff just starts looking up. And you just have this beautiful outlook on life. And then you... Y'all, I really be saying, like, even with all the shit that we go on, I think that's what makes life fun. Like, all the bullshit we go through, like, low-key, that be making life fun. I, I like, I, when I tell y'all, my mindset has changed so much. Most people will be like, oh, my gosh, why do we have to go through bullshit? And I'm like, why not? Shit, we would have a boring time, I think, if we were just happy all the time. Like, what would that even feel like? Cause then you wouldn't have a place to actually strive to get to. At least when you get knocked off, you have a, a place you can strive to get back to because you've been there before. Like even losing my first love or whatever, I can't wait to get back to that feeling cause it felt great. Like just being around somebody and feeling at ease and you could just talk to them and the connection is great and the sex is great and all this stuff is great. Like, it kind of just makes you can't wait to get back there. Yeah, it sucks that you lost it, but now it's like, dang, let me go ahead and fix myself so when it do come again, I know how to retain it instead of losing it and stuff like that. So it's just like, if you did have the badge, you wouldn't ever have like a place to work back to. So it just makes it fun and it makes you want to go harder. Like, I know I got stuff I need to work on when it comes to past traumas and everything like and i know that when you get in a relationship you're gonna always constantly be working and everything so it's just like why not have a positive outlook on it and be like you know what this stuff is actually fun i wish i could do that when it comes to working out in the gym and be like you know what this is actually fun that my thighs will be a burning i wish i could get there i feel like i can 
If I put in the work, I can. But yes, y'all, that's going to be it. A peace of mind is the, the best thing you can have in this, this world, especially when there's so much loss around you. If you know how to get to a sense of peace in the midst of the chaos, and the if you can be the peace in the storm, you're going to be a force to be reckoned with baby everybody imagine when you learn to be peaceful it's gonna seem like everybody coming in trying to knock you off your square because like the, the everybody gonna know you just a peaceful person they gonna kind of try to come in and knock you off your square but you stand firm in that because once you have a sense of peace can't nobody take you out of it only you can take you out of it so yes y'all that is uh be my peace or a peace of mind or whatever we gonna call well i'm gonna call it be my peace but whatever y'all call it y'all gonna call it but yes that's it for this week so next week y'all we're gonna be talking about emotional intelligence because a lot of people talk about that too and y'all know me i like to put a name to the face so we're gonna go through what it looks like how to practice it all these different things so that you can be a person with emotional intelligence because you got to know how to interact with people. You got to know how to read the room, they say. So, you know, emotional intelligence helps with that. A lot of people may think they're emotionally intelligent and may just know how to run their mouth. Um, and those are two completely different things. So we're going to go over that next week. Um, Cause you know, we in this flowing kind of situation in order to have a peace of mind, you gotta know how to be emotionally intelligent. Cause then you're gonna run into a lot of conflict and that's gonna take you out of peace of mind. So it all kind of goes together. So we just flowing or whatever. So yes, that's what we're gonna talk about next week. So like, comment, subscribe. And then you can check me out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And then y'all definitely should go follow me on TikTok, Facebook, instagram and i can't wait to tune in with y'all next week hope you all have a lovely rest of your day night morning whenever you check this out and this is Tarkisha adasia where we drop the eye because not only can i talk my shit but i want you to talk your shit too bye